Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale podcast. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Jackpot blows my eardrums out. And welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. Thanks for checking out the show this evening. Got a lot of stuff we're going to get into. Another interesting list came out that I thought we'd talk about. But first, uh, our attire on the show tonight is different. Here's my big thing. I am wearing a shirt for the ACC Network, which I think in three years will have nothing on it but Marshall versus, I don't know, UConn. (laughs) On the other hand. So this shirt's going to be an antique. Jackpot, on the other hand, is wearing a beaver hat and a North Carolina blue shirt. Jackpot, are you fucking going to the wine and cheese, motherfuckers? It's a state of North Carolina t-shirt. It has nothing to do with the team. But you are wearing a beaver hat. It'd be just like if you have a South Carolina driver's license. It doesn't mean you pull for the cocks, you know? Most people in South Carolina probably don't need a driver's license anyway. That's true. Um, anyway, uh, a big show planned for you. This right about evening. that. <laughs> Jesus. So we're going to try to put together some stuff for you uh, to entertain you for a little bit. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. It's talking season. People are all feeling so good about their teams. Bunch of six and six mofos thinking their team's going nine and three. It's pretty funny. Anyway, we'll get into some of that later on. And uh, offensive coordinator for South Carolina had uh, had some remarks I'm going to play for you. And it is uh, pretty funny what he said. Because it's like, uh, oh, really? Yeah, we'll get into that momentarily. Let's thank our sponsors. First, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1, diagonal from the Walmart. And as my wife is texting me, today's like anniversary day for me. I, I, I forgot about this. I had a stroke. What was it? Eight years ago. It's been longer than that. So today's stroke day for me, jackpot. 12 years ago today, I had a stroke. There you go with that. uh, I mean, let's make a cake. (laughs) Yeah, we should make a cake for that. Shout out to all the fuckers over there uh, goofing on me over there. It's stroke day. Y'all, you guys can go to hell for all that. Anyway, the uh, other thing is, of course, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. Highway 1, diagonal from the Walmart. And go by, get yourself some uh, some wings, some retro video games, all kinds of good stuff there. The best thing about Callaway's, though, is they sponsor our Pick'em Challenge, which you will be able to enter on Wednesday. Wednesday. We will have it up on the website, robinkaleshow.com. It'll be up there for you on Wednesday. It's $20 to enter. Um, I am paying for Peg and Megan to get into this thing because I guarantee you he's going to finish in the lower third because he knows absolutely nothing about the game of Hut Hut. He'll quit after a week if he did like he did last year. Yeah, he, he can't commit to anything. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Thought we so, sent him to boot camp. But, he quit. Yeah. 
here, here's here's the thing too with all that. If he does, uh, if he goes out in week one and goes, we pick ten games a week, and he goes three and seven, he won't. He he. Oh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I, I've I've got a big time job, and I I don't have time to submit the picks, even though it takes you about. Boom, I got a booming business and children to take care of. That's what yeah, one guy to, told I, us. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But no, there's oh. that, and. It's but funny. There's a new wrinkle this year too. We're starting it early, right? Yeah, we're gonna. Jackpot wants to do week zero games, which he claims that there are some good games there. Uh, and all right, we'll have to see how that works out. Well, I didn't say they were good games. I said they were games that had lines on them. So fair enough. Fair enough. All they right. Ain't anyway. all that, they ain't all that. Um, there's a couple of decent matchups. But, yeah, I didn't know until I started looking over that schedule. North Carolina actually plays in week zero against the uh, Florida A&M Rattlers. Watch any of that shit. See, now Jackpot's going to make me watch week zero games. Damn it, Jackpot. Anyway, uh, but we'll get into that shortly. It's coming up on us, and you need to get in. It's very simple. You're going to send $20 to Carolina Jackpot there. He's going to keep it in his PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, however the hell you want to do it. I'll have a link that we're going to put in every show description here before long, uh, and it'll be up by Wednesday and ready to go. Maybe up before then. I might do it tonight before I go to bed. All right? So you can find that on the Robin Kale Facebook page. Put all of that there for you. Very simple. All right, Zona, Zona Tucson ninety three says, "Am I wearing a Oregon State hat?" Yes, this is a Beavers hat. I've had it since last year. This served me well. Zona Tucson also says he was going to go to the New Mexico State game week zero. Dude, I would rather like shove fucking like broken Q tips under my finger and toenails and watch that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't get the appeal for week zero. So uh but jackpot says there may be lines, so we'll we shall see on that. But you'll know when to uh when to pick and everything else. Uh twenty dollars, you could win up to two thousand dollars. All right. I mean, that's how much a pot was last year. Christian Young ran away with it. Uh maybe more this year. Cause there are a lot of people over there in the YouTube chat that are like, I'm gonna get in this year. All right, well. This is your opportunity, especially uh, you jerks over there. They're like, I know everything about football and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you're you're the king of that Georgia circle jerk, a lot of you over there. The pivot man for all that. Get in. We can test your football knowledge against the spread. Sir UGA right. says week zeros for teams like South Carolina. Riddle me on how many times South Carolina's played in week zero. Uh, right. No. UG's just upset. He's just upset. Just upset. Know. Just upset. Just upset. So and, I said Nebraska is playing uh, uh, Northwestern in Ireland. Wow. Ne- Nebraska should beat yeah. the shit out of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. We thought Nebraska was going to beat the shit out of their week zero opponent last year. And yeah. it didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. <laughs> uh, anyway, we also have. Uh, Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. Story time with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, lead the way, my friend. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, we um, haven't scored a touchdown 
against Clemson in 973 days. We should be glad that we don't have to play Coastal Carolina. They would probably mouth pump us like a $5 hooker. Uh, it always and forever sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. <laughs> I mean, that's just. He's some slap dick from East Boga, <laughs> right. you know, community college. Oh, it makes me happy <clears throat> every time. All right. Well, Jackpot, do you want to just open the phone lines and let these people have at it? Or do you want to, uh, i tell you what, let's listen to what offense coordinator what what is your name for the offensive coordinator? I mean, he he has a a a, a legal name, but you were calling him something else at the end of last season. Did you do you want to you want to clown? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you called him a lot of different things, but he was asked about the offense for South Carolina. Probably, I was probably picking on uh, picking on him about. Uh, uh, picking on him in some way, shape, or form about him getting fired uh, from uh, his head coaching position at Tennessee Tech uh, there uh, about six or seven years ago when he was uh, hitting on a Milky Jug co-ed. Well, I mean, who doesn't like to hit on Milky Jug co-eds? We all have uh, it. One well, time. I mean, when you're married and I guess you take it one step further, oh, it's that's, considered that's a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that if you're like the head coach of a university. The Milky Jug co-eds are off. Can't no, have no, that. No, you're not. But here is the guy who was doing that and is now an esteemed coordinator at an SEC school. Here's what he said about Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks' plans for offense this season. Again, when you play as many quarterbacks as we did and different styles of quarterbacks that we did, it's I mean, it's hard to consistently do things. And uh, I think that... You know, as long as we stay healthy, I think you're going to see a playbook that continues like in the bowl game. I mean, we were taking shots and pushing the ball down the field, and I think we can definitely do that with Spencer. I told him the other day we didn't bring him here to hand the ball off. This is a giant cock. That's basically what he's saying. Okay, well, there's uh, those are some hot takes. I believe what I see. Talk, talk is cheap. Just go win some fucking game. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a big quarterback that can throw the ball that's not a graduate assistant. Uh, so uh, once again, this is a giant cock. I mean, is anybody stunned by that? No, I don't think so. I really don't. Anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting, uh, on its own. Uh, here's my thing though. If they do do that, Jackpot, could you make the argument that South Carolina has the talent at running back that Maybe they should try to be more run heavy with uh, Marshawn Lloyd and Juju McDowell and uh, the young man that transferred in from Wake Forest. You've got like a three-headed monster there at running back. I mean, I know that Spencer Rattler's supposed to be, you know, if you listen to Gamecock fans, they're all oh, he's winning the fucking Heisman this year. But well, we've got we've got three heads. Uh, uh, the monster part I don't know about, but um, yeah. <laughs> We've, we've got three of them that we can rotate in and out. That's for damn sure. Uh, I want to see uh, you know, Marshawn Lloyd. Um, you know, he's a highly touted kid, four, high four, low five star, whatever. Um, you know, he's, he's been hurt a little bit. I think, don't think last year that he really uh, – there were flashes. There were some flashes there of, uh, of, of him uh, being able to turn it on and, and take it to the next level. So – uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, but you know, these guys just gotta, these guys up front got to block better first. Um, you know, and 
And and we we're starting to add some pieces on the offensive line. They're not going to be there to help us. Not going to be there to help us this year. But um, we we definitely are going to have some attrition uh, after this year. So um, you know, the foul Arn Anderson is going to have some new uh, new new kids to work with, and um, that uh, is going to be interesting in and of itself. Uh, you saw we picked up a recruit today. Uh, I sent a little video on that earlier. A big four star kid from Dorman High up here in Spartanburg who just absolutely just eats people up. I mean, this guy. He's a freak. Thank you. A, yes. Freak. It's unreal. I mean, he was out here. You were watching him, uh, his, his, his hoodle tape. Um, I'm watching from last year. And he's just blowing these kids off the ball. And you may have a run play that goes for 12 or 13 yards. And he's he's pushing his kid. He's twenty yards downfield with this guy. Hey, and, more, and, more on that recruit from Dabo. Dabo's got a comment about him too. He's got milk bone underwear on, and they're they're chomping at him yeah. everywhere he goes. Exactly. Yeah, and and I mean he and these are kids. I mean, this is five A. They play five A competition. So you know he, he's not. Um, you know it, it's it's not like he's he's Jordan Birch playing against uh, the sisters of the poor. From these little, these little uh, independent high schools and in, uh, in the Midlands, there these are some these are some uh, some kids who come to fucking play too. So, got Mac with a good comment. I'm surprised more ball control offenses aren't getting popular again. Probably the best way to ensure rest for your defense against hurry up offenses. Yeah, there are a lot of a uh, lot of folks trying to run that gimmick Tennessee offense because that's what it is. But Elijah um, Allen says, Carolina, I jerked my dick in East of Oga jackpot. So, sir, I don't have to go there to do that. I mean, that can happen pretty much everywhere. Happened in the grocery store one time. Oh, I did not need to know that. that God damn it, jackpot. I learned something about you. Bathroom. Every- it's in the bathroom. Okay. So it was appropriate. Uh, I got nothing for well, you. Well, the point being, I don't have to go to East Aboga to do it. But you're not saying that you're not open to going to East Aboga to do it, right? Right. Okay. Just let's make that clear. You, it's a gimmick. Where, where, uh, you want to talk about a gimmick? <laughs> yeah. Wherever the uh, the gimmick arises, you can take care of it anywhere, right, Jackpot? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! This is a giant cock, <laughs> brother. I put a potty hat on my gimmick. Oh Jesus! Uh, I was uh, yeah, whatever. We won't get into that. Let's move along before we stupid if the show goes off the transistors. All right, so two four seven sports released the the top ten programs of the decade. I thought I'd throw these out there, and then we'll take some calls. Oklahoma State's at number 10, jackpot. Mm, okay. Mm, okay, this is – and, and is this an objective list? This is compiled off nothing but data, right? Right. Well, it, it gives you their national championships won, their winning percentage over the last 10 years. Okay. They've won 69% of their games over the last 10 seasons. And 22 NFL draft selections. They've got them at number 10. Okay. I, 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 
I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I, that's not who I would have picked, but I'm not surprised at it either. They're right. solid. I mean, they're solid. They just can't. They can't get, or they have not been able to get over the uh, the Oklahoma hump. Um, but other than that, I mean, they, yeah, they've been pretty good. Number nine on the list is the Oregon Ducks. No national titles. They've won 77% of their games over the last 10 years. 36 NFL draft picks, but they're at number nine. Yep, yep. I can I can buy that. They've been consistent as well. Um, been to the playoffs one time. Uh, didn't show up. No, they did. They did show up. They beat the shit out of uh, Florida State. That was the only time they've been to the playoffs. That was 24. 15-ish, yep. I want to say. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that was a solid program. That was your uh, – that was uh, Jameis Winston versus uh, Maserati, right? Well, actually, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Maserati, holy shit. Number eight on the list, speaking of Jameis Winston, the rapist quarterback, is Florida State. They have a national title in the last 10 years. They've won 66% of their games, and they have 53 NFL draft selections in the past 10 years. You think Florida State deserves to be there? Because they've been pretty much uh, pond water here lately. Yeah, but I'm surprised that they – I'm surprised that their number of wins – oh, excuse me. I was able to well, allow them to be there. I mean, because they've been – uh, since 2017, probably they've been, you know, pretty bad every year. I'm trying to read Big Marty Ross's comment. Holy shit. He says, Jeremy Pruitt's wife wanted him to wreck her guts. Pruitt undercooks her chicken. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Big Barney Ross. You win the night right there. That's 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 some witty shit. All right, number seven is Notre Dame. They've won 75% of their games. They have 54 NFL draft selections in the past 10 years. Go, Rudy. What about them at number seven? Number six is the LSU Tigers. They won a national title. Thanks to Lee Wilder for the uh for the super chat. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. They won a national title. They won 70% of their games over the past 10 seasons, and they have 81 draft picks. I think that's that's about right for LSU. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Smart move. Uh smart move getting rid of uh Ed O when they did, because he was gonna send that program right down the toilet if they didn't do it. Oklahoma Sooners are at number five. I have a problem with this one, in my opinion, but 81% of their games, uh, 59 NFL draft selections. I looked in tonight on Josh Pate's show for 247 Sports for a minute, and there were a shit ton of OU fans basically bombarding the chat with, talk about Oklahoma recruiting. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Oklahoma recruiting? Get out of here with nonsense. <clears throat> anyway, Oklahoma Sooners are at number five. They have won 81% of their games, so there you go with that. Jackpot, are you uh, 
We'll go to number four. Number four on the but, list. I, well, I mean, they have a problem winning playoff games. That's their that's their major uh, malfunction. It seems like so. All right. Well, up next on the list is the Georgia Bulldogs. They're at number four. They've won one national title. They've won seventy nine percent of their games. Seventy two draft selections. Uh, they have them at number four. You know, when you look at the teams that are in front of them, that seems about right. So that's Georgia. That's Georgia at four. Okay. Number number three on the list is the Clemson Tigers. They've won two national titles, 87% of their games, 56 draft selections. Um, I think they rank Clemson ahead of Georgia because Clemson has two titles compared to Georgia's one. Okay. Well, <laughs> With that being said, though, and you know how I feel about Clemson. Why? I mean, why? Why is Ohio State ranked whatever they are? Why are they ranked number two? Yeah, Ohio State's at number two. They win eighty-nine percent of their games, one national title. I think they're ranked ahead because they have seventy-nine NFL draft selections, which. When you have some of this stuff and the SEC simpletons, and you know who you are, when we have NFL draft talk and we we don't really have any football to talk about, and these SEC simpletons sit around and they're like, we had the most picks go in the draft. That doesn't mean shit about your team, okay? Because under that logic, then uh, Clemson would have never won two national titles. I mean, simple as that. It's about your actual team. Now, you simpleton fools that are like, you have to sit there and jerk off to the end of time about the SEC. That's what you'll talk about. Well, we got all the most NFL players, which is just insecurity to uh, hide for the fact that a lot of you root for six and six pussy teams. But there's that. Ohio State's at number two. I think they should be ranked lower. They have less national titles. They did win 89% of their games. And finally, Alabama's at number one, four national titles, won 90% of their games, and they have 94 NFL draft selections. So I think they deserve to be number one. So there you go. <clears throat> All right. Well, do you have any any problems with that list, Jackpot? Mm, no. No. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, no, not really. Other than, I mean, I, I hate Clemson, but I would have put them uh, ahead of, well, I'd have put them ahead of Ohio State. We're talking about the last 10 years. And you want to talk about going back that far. There was, was a couple of years there that Clemson won that Well, they were okay, but they weren't great. But I, I don't Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I think 2012, uh, Ohio State – um, if I'm not mistaken, was on probation uh, for Tattoo Gate, and they couldn't go to, they couldn't uh, play in a bowl game or whatever. They went undefeated. Uh, you remember that one? Yep, I do remember that one. Uh, Stetson Bennett's pet Sasquatch says, "I hope Mizzou keeps drinking with us forever, regardless of record." He is Mike Leach 2.0 without Bigfoot and aliens. That's a loaded comment. That's a loaded comment, but okay. <laughs> I mean, 
no aliens and no Bigfoot. Like you want to interview, uh, interview that guy just to see what he can throw out at you. So, all right, phone lines are open 803-470-905. Christian says comes is also three and one versus Ohio State in that time period. Look, I've said this before, and people get upset by it. The I think that there is a large batch of AP writers that went to school at Northwestern. Okay. Back when Northwestern was shit and they look around when they have to put their AP poll together and they're like, well, we have to put Ohio state and Michigan up there regardless of if Ohio state and Michigan are worth a shit. Okay. I I do believe that there is a bias when it comes to that with a lot of these sports writers that went to Northwestern and they're going to put big 10 teams that generally aren't worth a shit ahead of everybody else. So, I mean, we, I think we definitely see that. And then these are the same people. And this is with ESPN too. ESPN will put out the whole thing of, well, the big 10 is the strongest, this, and the big 10 is the strongest in that. Just shut up. When they get out there and actually play, they're typically not worth a shit. I mean, seriously. They really aren't. You're right uh, about that. Anyway, 803-470-2905. You want to call into the show this evening? You want to talk about what uh, the uh, what uh, Marcus Satterfield said about, yeah, they're going to try to get Spencer Rattler to throw the ball more. If you want to talk about that, that all-time list there, we can get into that. The hat uh, says, has- does uh, Northwestern have a connection to Ireland. Well, their coach's name is Fitzgerald. I mean, <clears throat> Biscuit says, the Big Ted is happy. The mullet is back in style. <laughs> Good stuff with that. By the way, as we're streaming this, Ric Flair is having his final match. I couldn't bring myself to spend the $34 to watch Ric Flair's final match, Jackpot. No, that's, I mean, it, that's like, I mean, I might as well, if, if I was going to spend the $34, what I would do is I would drive up to where Jackpot is, have Jackpot, give Jackpot $5, have him kick me in the nuts and then drive back home. And I've only lost $5. That's pretty much what it basically boils down to. Cause that's what this is going to happen. He's 73 years old and he's still in the ring. So you know, I'm, I'm not watching the Ric Flair's final match. What time? What time is the final match supposed to go off? Do we know? I don't know. It, like they they got like a whole. And here's the thing too. Like uh, they put together an entire card of of wrestlers. Like and a lot of them are independent guys. And if you're a really hardcore wrestling fan, like I don't know a lot about any of them to be honest. But I mean, if I were going to watch it, I would. I don't give a shit about your undercard. I just want to see Ric Flair strut out there and, you know, try not to die. But I think, like, it started at 7 o'clock, and I'm guessing they're going to go to 11. So okay. there's that. Vol Stake says, did y'all know wrestling is boring and fake? Yes, sir. Just like we know that Tennessee is a piece of shit program that is the most violated <clears throat> program in the SEC. We absolutely know that. We watch it because it's a story, sir. People that say that shit, I, I, I'm going to watch wrestling until probably the day that I fall off the planet. If you can't, oh. I think the problem is that people like don't like it because they can't sit there and actually grasp it. Maybe they grew up and they were fans of like some shithole wrestler that didn't really, uh, what? 
the wife doesn't like wrestling either. But no, like maybe it's wrestling, says Cornette should manage Flair tonight. Uh, no, he shouldn't. They never really they never really did anything together. Do you remember do you remember the feud between the four horsemen and the Midnight Express? I do. That was some good stuff. Arn Anderson did that interview that time. He said, he said, Jim Cornette, you know exactly what my opinion is of you. You look, your suits look like you try to be funny on television. Your suits look like Stevie Wonder put them together for you. <laughs> uh, that was good stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ric Flair's having his last match tonight. I might try to find a stream on YouTube somewhere. Someone's streaming it somewhere, I'm sure. Like, I, I don't, I'm not going to spend $34 to watch it. They'll have the highlights tomorrow. Uh, I hope he doesn't <laughs> die. No, I don't want him to die. Biscuit says Tennessee fans don't like wrestling because it brings back memories of childhood and that uncle. Just like the smell of whiskey. Damn it. Um, uh, Man, Matthew says, how do you feel about Triple H's head of creative? Yeah, well, we'll see. That's my whole well, thing with that. It's got to be better than uh, some of that shit product. I mean, that just hasn't been very interesting to me for quite a number of years. So, Jet Max says, only good thing about wrestling is Dusty Rhodes' hard time speech. Uh, that's epic. Yeah. Give right, well, what? Can you in a butt and say a computer took your place, daddy? That's hot. Dusty Rhodes was great with that, by the way. I mean, he just walked and he walked up there in that suit that's like looks like something Jackpot would have got married in. Yeah, <laughs> I did get married one that looked like that. Shut you remember, up. You remember the other the interview he gave that time when he came out with the blue jean, blue jean, the denim jacket on, his cowboy hat, he had a Cincinnati Reds t-shirt on. He said, I have wine and dine with kings and queens. Now I've slept now as and dined on pork beans. <laughs> but no, no, for real. You you wore like the powder blue suit with like the open neck to show it off the chest. It was, it was gray. It was gray, and I didn't have it buttoned just like him because my neck was large and everything. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I bet I may you. Well, I don't know. If, maybe we should put those out there. I'd like to see a picture of that, by the way. Okay. That's, that's some funny shit, you with that suit on. Do you still, the question is, do you still have the suit? No, I rented it. I don't have, um, I don't have, I don't think I've got, uh, I, honestly, I don't think there's a picture surviving of when I got married. So, ugh, there's that. Well, I mean, those are, those are memories. So, the first yeah. time, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't want those memories. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't go well. So, no. I got something for you. I got a surprise. Yeah, it's kind of how that worked out. Uh, Maya Matthews says, "Where's yeah. Rockabilly eight six four? He needs another video." There you go. I mean, it wasn't a oh, horrible split or anything. It just didn't work out, you know. Uh, Daniel says, uh, Rob, stop ripping that garbage conference. Clemson will be to the SEC soon. No, they won't. South Carolina will probably not allow it. So Clemson's probably going to end up in the Big Ten. Why would South Carolina not allow it? 
Well, because you guys have that's the only thing that you could possibly have over Clemson is that you're in the SEC. Mm. It's, it's not it's not about your program. I mean, we know how that works out. November comes and y'all turn into the damn Cinderella and y'all are gone. So we oh, know about shit. that. They yeah. did last year. God dang. You jackpot, real talk. Do you think you guys will score more than 10 points this year? What all year? I can almost no. doubt. No, in Death Valley. Oh yeah. So you got more than ten points. Okay. Oh yeah, we're winning that. Yeah. If you will. Fair enough. <laughs> double damn. digits. Double. You're not winning in Death Valley by double digits. That's hey, my happened. uh, my my son just sent me a text message about the uh, the wet my wedding picture, and he said, "I think I'm the only one who has a picture of that." So one does still. Uh, I forgot that he had that that he had that. Yes. Uh, tell your son that we need that uh, jackpot, Junior. You are welcome to email me rosanders1979 at gmail.com. I want to see your dad in that. Uh, Dusty Roads looking fucking. Damn it. I got something for you. I got a surprise. I, I I have to see this. So Jackpot Junior, send that to me. I and uh, we will share it with the audience. We'll we'll Photoshop the uh, uh, we'll Photoshop everybody out of it, but Jackpot, just in case there's other people there that may, may not want to be found by. Uh, by the police folks. Who knows? What, what, what in the world? I'm not committing any crimes here. <laughs> you never know. Like, uh, I DJed a wedding last night, and I can guarantee you there were folks that were ducking pictures. They didn't want anybody having pictures of them. <laughs> so there's that. Anyway, uh, send that to me, Jackpot Jr. And Jackpot, make sure that uh, Jackpot Jr., make sure you get into the contest this year. I think he beat you last year, Jackpot, didn't he? Uh, yeah, it was, it was close. Yeah. I mean, did, did you have to look at that and be like, look at that chip off the old block? Oh, he beat my ass. My son beat my ass. All right, let's well, go to the phone before we get out of I here. I called him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, this is Justin off the comment section. Um, I got a question for you. Do you sure. think Spencer Rattler is going to give South Carolina eight and four this year? Uh, I haven't, we haven't given out our predictions yet for the South Carolina season, but South Carolina, I, I have said the floor for South Carolina is six wins. I'll leave it at that. So that may tell you where I I'll think say South Carolina is going to go. Well, there, there are some games on that schedule that, uh, I, I think are that they don't really have a shot in, but I think some of the games where people are selling them short, like Tennessee. And um, Kentucky fans think they're going to roll over South Carolina. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see that. I just don't see that. I think they might. I think they might beat Kentucky. Well, who knows? They well, might beat know. Kentucky. That'd be the one upset out, and they'll get probably a Georgia game probably for a half. But I think Georgia might win maybe by fourteen points. Well, look, when it comes down to it, though. Um, if South Carolina beats Kentucky, is that really an upset? 
I mean, Kentucky's mm. been okay for a couple of years, but it's like South Carolina leads the all-time. Yeah. I think Kentucky's beat them what like eight times in their existence. So, it, I, in my opinion, that's not an upset. And if South Carolina beats Tennessee, that's not an upset because I don't think Tennessee's a very good program right now either. And people get pissed I off. I could when I say, say that, South so. Carolina could beat Tennessee. Well, tell me why they couldn't. Because the Tennessee defense comes in, and uh, what was it? Uh, I, I was reading something la- last year's defense, like uh, gave up like like forty five percent on third down conversions, one of the worst in the conference. Right. And they're bringing all these guys back, and oh, we're just gonna be better. And actually, I've got to give credit to Biscuit, who called the show the other day. And Hinton Hooker had what thirty touchdowns, three interceptions, whatever it was. Yeah. You think that you? I mean. If you get that out of him, or you think you're going to get more, you've had 30 touchdowns and three picks, and this guy, uh, they won seven games. So, I don't know. I think they're trying to lean on that too much. Well, see, they got Tennessee's got good offense, but they don't, sure. their defense is not that good. I sure. think South Carolina got a better chance of beating Tennessee, and then they and, and then they would um, Georgia. Well, no, yeah. I, I I think that, and I don't, and Jackpot's more confident than I am, but. I don't think South Carolina has a shot in the Georgia game or the Clemson game. Uh, not saying they could win 10 games, but I, I don't think they have a shot in those two games. I think those two games they lose by double digits. Now, Jackpot's going to get pissy and tell me I'm an asshole. But. <laughs> I got to agree with you on that. I think right, they'll go seven and five, baby. So, all right, well, hey, bud, I appreciate it. All right, good talking to you. Thanks, man. Michelob Watcher. Drinking Michelob Watcher. Oh, well, thanks for that, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, there's several games. You know, we, we've got several what you call swing games there. You know, several uh, swing games. Um, Kentucky's a swing game. Missouri's a swing game. Tennessee's a swing game. Uh, Florida on the road's a swing game. I know they don't want to hear that. But that's a swing game. If South Carolina can go at least two and two in those, I mean, they'll they'll win seven ball games, and you know have a chance to win eight. I think if they could if they could go three and one in those. Um, I think don't... South Carolina, and and by the way, the bookcase of accountability is to my left. Uh, normally, it was to my right, but now uh, we've moved it a little bit, and it is to my left. Uh, South Carolina will split the Kentucky and Tennessee games. They'll win one or the other. Write it down. Promise Zona that. Tucson 93 says, Carolina Jack, but have you ever been to New Mexico? I have not. Yeah, I, I think South Carolina will split those games, and I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went 2-0. and 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 I love I love the – the Kentucky fans are the greatest, though. We're just going to walk right over South Carolina. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, they, I, I, I heard it said really well the other day somewhere that, you know, I think, you know, I think this, this second play, and really, and we were talking about, well, I was listening to another podcast. We are talking about don't always put so much, um, don't put so much into, if you're a fan, these, preseason um, media uh, polls for, um, 
you know, these certain conferences because quite, quite honestly, they're, they're really like herding these people into rooms and, you know, everybody's doing this all in a rush and it's not like they take a lot of time to, uh, to figure this stuff out. So there's that. But I, I do think that a lot of, uh, a lot of Kentucky's, uh, you know, the, the, the preseason hype and the preseason were picked number two in the, uh, in the SEC East is, I think a lot of that is just based on Mark Stoops' reputation uh, more than anything else, more than anybody really taking a look at what they've actually got coming back. Um, someone who actually does uh, take a look at, you know, what the, what the teams have coming back and, and studies this stuff. Is, and that's one Mr. Phil Steele. And uh, he has them at fourth in the SEC East. So they're yeah. going to take a big dip. The hollow note says that guy has more fingers than teeth. <laughs> Damn it. Biscuit says that last dude sounded like Cubert with a dip. <laughs> Elijah says Shane. Oh no, this, this is below the belt. Elijah Shane. I'm Derek Dooley in disguise. Beamer. Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, this is coming from one who's a fan base, a fan base of a team who hired uh, Derek fucking Dooley. <laughs> yeah. Could you have more of a like, and and I'm just and I, well, never mind because they'll they'll get pissy with me for saying that. But there are some schools that have had just some shitty luck with coaches. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, Hat, I'm, we're one of them. Hat wants to know if we've ever seen someone with lobster hands. I don't know what that means, sir. JJ Banks, 1975, says I think South Carolina finishes either second or third in the East. Hopefully my balls finish second, but I can see South Carolina beating us this year. Look at this, a rational ball fan. I like all those scenarios. I like that. Yeah. I, I think I honestly think South Carolina splits those two games. And you know what? Just because I like to troll, I think South Carolina can beat Texas AM because their coach is a dickhead. There you go. South Carolina. Mm. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it seems like some kind of mental thing uh with, with texas a&m texas a&m just never texas a&m never finishes strong they never yeah, finish strong look you you've done you've read your phil steel you've done all of that tell me what is so great about texas a&m that you look at them and you're like you know what the team that i'm gonna roll out is not nearly as good as texas a&m because i'll tell you right now I will take South Carolina's quarterback room over their quarterback room. I'll take South Carolina's wide receiver core right now as far as returning production over what they've got coming back right now, and I'll take South Carolina's running backs. Texas A&M probably has the better, um, better on, on the offensive and defensive lines, but for those spots, South Carolina's just better. Just better. And I'm tired of people that are like, oh, Texas A&M's the greatest thing ever. They can't tell me why Texas A&M is great. Just, well, they're just supposed to be great. Why? I don't know. What has he done? What has he done? I mean, since, uh, excuse me, um, Kevin Sumlin was let go at Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher was brought in. I mean, what have they really accomplished other than that fluke win over Alabama, what have they really accomplished right. that's really that much better 
than what um, Sumlin accomplished. I know, you know, we had the COVID year and all that stuff, and they, they missed out on their bowl game last year and that. So, you know, I don't know what might have been. Uh, but, but, I mean, I'm just saying, and, and I'm not and I'm not trying to fight with you here, Jackpot, because we don't do that here. But if you are – if you take your Gamecock glasses off of it for just a second, because to be honest, I mean, I hope both of you lose. But if we're trying to be honest and, and put out um, something that's viable, you can't really come at me and say that Texas A&M is so much better than South Carolina in a lot of areas. You really can't. I mean, and no, and nobody they, they they honestly don't know who their starting quarterback's going to be. They don't have Isaiah Spiller anymore. You know, um, I I just I look at that and I'm like, and put it like this, I I would be more shocked about if South Carolina lost to Texas A and M than I would if they lost to Tennessee. I think South Carolina is that much better than Texas A and M in a lot of spots. I really do. Uh, yeah, I do too. I mean, but it's up to them to, to put together and prove it on the field. Daniel Gregory of GBO says South Carolina finished seven and five or six and six and will have a better team by far compared to last year. Schedule is brutal. God damn. Schedule is the same as it is. It's the same damn schedule every year. Ah, guys, we play the same damn teams. It, we, we may flip-flop where we play them at based on, you know, we play these same teams every year at home or on the road. But normally what is going to, you know, either, you know, you know de- determine whether your schedule is a little bit more tough than not is your non-conference schedule. And we've got the same fucking team, Clemson, on the non-conference schedule that we always have. And then we got three cupcakes. It's not a brutal schedule. It's an SEC schedule. So the SEC schedule. West opponent. They, they've got Texas A&M and Arkansas. Arkansas. This they got to go on the road to play Arkansas, which is which is funny because, and I think we talked about this before, since South Carolina took Arkansas off their schedule as their, uh, or they were taken off the schedule as the uh, their permanent West opponent. They was it, yeah, and they turned into a dumpster fire. Right. Yeah. Arkansas has won 20 SEC games since then. South Carolina would have a win every year. They are literally, Arkansas has been the Vanderbilt of the West. Seriously. J.J. Banks says, I think South Carolina beats Arkansas. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We're getting a little bit chesty there. A little chesty. I mean, winning on the road is tough regardless of where you got to go, but um. Where's the, the Texas A&M game is in Columbia, right? Or is it down there? Uh, in that yeah, it's in, it's in Columbia. All right, so you've got Texas A&M and uh, and Tennessee in Columbia this year, and Georgia. I don't think you win the Georgia game, but the Texas A&M and Tennessee games, you should definitely beyond be competitive and probably win. Will you um read Sir UGA's comment down there and try to make? sense of it because it doesn't look yeah, uh, I can read it uh, and I'll read a uh, friend of the program Rich Long's comment first because uh, Rich has been supporting the show forever we love Rich he says average teams have hard SOS's elite teams get clowned for not playing anyone okay fair enough sir sir 
Uga, Uga, I don't know what that means. Says someone needs to call in and set these two chumps into their place. Well, set set us into our place about what? Someone please call the phone right now and tell me what about Texas A&M is so much better than South Carolina this year? Because I can poke holes in that entire Texas A&M uh, team this year, starting with their asshole coach. Welcome to the program. Good evening. What's up, fellas? It's Elijah. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Are you calling in because Sir UGAA said that uh, someone should call in to set us straight? Are you trying to set us no. straight? No. Okay. No, I just had this thought with uh, with LSU this year, right? And and right. I kind of want to get you guys' thoughts on it. There is so much talent on that roster, right? If Brian Kelly doesn't succeed this year. Hmm. I mean, is that kind of a very good indicator on where they're going to be headed? I mean, I know it's a first-year head coach, but there's a lot of talent on that roster. Define succeed, sir. What do you mean well, by succeed? I would, say, I would say anything with the talents on LSU's roster, I would say minimum of eight wins would be – anything under eight wins to me would be a, a failure with that, the amount of talent on that, on that roster. I know it's a brutal schedule, but you have to turn something around. I mean, you won the national championship less than you know three years ago, and all right. And so you mentioned work. the uh, you mentioned the 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 quote unquote brutal schedule. They play Florida State in the opener, uh, Southern. Then they play Mississippi State at home. Then New Mexico. They go on the road to Jordan Hare to play Auburn. They've got Tennessee at home. They go to Florida. Uh, they welcome in Ole Miss. They have Alabama at home, Arkansas on the road, UAB at home, and then they got to go to Kyle Field to play Texas A&M. I, I that's don't really think not that's that. Scary. Yeah, that's not brutal at all. That's my fault. No, it's not. I mean, they, they, play, they play a neutral site game to start the season. and then He's they fine. He just went back there. They don't leave uh, the state of Louisiana until October the first when they go to Jordan Hare. Yeah. So I mean, and that it's not FSU like, game, that FSU yeah. game with the talent that's on, on LSU's roster. And look, I'm not trying to lick LSU's nuts here. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. They're a very talented team. They've had a lot of talent on that roster. They should be able to run the ball up the middle forty times and beat FSU by seventeen points. And that's just being generous. Um, with just in my opinion, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and you know, maybe maybe LSU will be an absolute dumpster fire this year. I don't know, mm. but to me, if Brian Kelly doesn't succeed, at least you know, I think eight wins are very possible for LSU this year. If Brian Kelly doesn't at least do that, and there's some ugly, ugly losses on there, yeah. I think we can start to realize what Brian Kelly is. I don't or, think that they you know, see what he's going to be. They didn't hire Brian Kelly to come there and go seven and five. So I think they'll give him one no. season. But, uh, I mean, I think an eight-win season, there'd still be some folks that would kind of be pissy down there yeah. at LSU. But eight wins would probably be like, all right, you better gear up and then go from there. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, I, I know where um, you're coming from. Big Barney, uh, Big Barney <laughs> Ross says Florida State go ahead, go ahead. is going to crush LSU. Um that negative. What, what okay, else I think he's gotten into some of the some of the uh, uh, alcohol tonight. Tequila. You know, and this is just genuinely conversation. 
you know, y'all continue to trash Tennessee's defense. Yep. Especially when speaking about South Carolina versus Tennessee. But South Carolina couldn't put more than, what, 24 points on that trash defense? So who's worse, uh, South Carolina's the- offense? 20, oh, I mean, it's not, it's not all about South Carolina. Now it will be improved. Other teams, I mean, it looked like a sieve. But the, the, thing that you, the thing that you're neglecting to put into there, though, and I'm not trying to defend South Carolina, but you won the turnover battle that game. When you win the yeah, turnover battle, that's, that's what does out it. in that game as well. People okay. don't realize that. that Tennessee had, like, three starters out on defense awesome. for that game. But anyway, um, well, ho- hopefully you'll be improved and you'll come in Columbia and actually, it'll actually be a good game. Let's leave it at that. No, I'm looking, I'm looking forward game. to that game. I think it's going to be a really electric atmosphere. I think it's going to be a really, really good football game. I mean, like, I'm a Tennessee fan, yeah, but I'm more of a college football fan than anything. You know, oh, I, I enjoy enough. the atmosphere of college football, and, and I believe it's going to be a very, very good game. So, um, forward to yeah. It. Uh, are you going? You need to make sure you enter the football pick'em challenge. Uh, make sure you get a link. It's twenty dollars, and then we can uh, find okay. out who's got the best football knowledge. So make sure you all get right. in. All right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to sound like a you know a, a bum here, but I'm uh I'm about to drive my twenty year old Jeep across the country to get home because I get out of the Marine Corps in like ten days. So I'm uh, uh, we'll strap the cash right now. But no, I'll, no, I'll I, I understand. Well, what, what we'll do yeah. is, is uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll 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 get the Tennessee fans over there to we'll get some of them to fund you. There you go. Yeah, I appreciate. It, it. Yeah, yeah. Get some McDonald's bags, you know. Yeah, get some, somebody <laughs> send him one of those McDonald's. Bags. one of those McDonald's bags to do something useful. Somebody, somebody send me Jeremy Pruitt's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling the show, buddy. Good luck with all that and driving yeah. across the country, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, y'all. All right. There you go. All right, 803-470-2905. We'll take another caller before we get out of here. Jack UGA says, I'll enter the SC and Texas A and M sucks challenge. I've never seen it spelled that way before. Usually they just put the A and M. He's asking for the the call-in link. He's asked for the call-in link like 30 fucking times. Dude, there's a fucking phone number down there. Quit, it's, I it's mean, I, there. you're making like, this really complicated. Maybe you I need to get up. like, yeah. Remember, remember Sesame Street with follow the bouncing ball. Maybe he. Remember needs- when we used to do that? We called on telephones. Yeah. Oh, Jackpot. How much trash talk will Must Champ get when he steps into Willie B? Uh I don't know. He'll be up in the press box. So I what? don't know. I don't give a shit. I mean, he's gone. Who cares? Yeah. I haven't really thought about that in a fucking quite a while. Um, so I was cleaning yeah, up I, something the other day, and I saw, I found a picture of him that I'd stashed somewhere um, at, at a point in time when we were uh, better friends. Mm. Anyway, final call for calls, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. I'll have the uh, link up and fixed, ready to go, so people can get into the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. Jackpot's ready to pick games, by God. Ready to get after it. It's going to be fun. Joseph says something about the Georgia yes. education, right? What what education? Uh, yeah. wife, you gonna, are you going to do the Pick'em Challenge this year or not? The wife's going to do the Pick'em Challenge. 
She doesn't watch college football, but she may outpick half of y'all. She picks games like this. This school has the best education program, so I'll take them. That's how. That's how Karen picks games. Fucking funny. Well, she picked last year, and they were horrid. Driving down the road. Karen's picks weren't horrid last year. They weren't. They. they, they it wasn't great, sir. Let's just be frank. Hold on. I've got. I've got them right here. Hold on. That's not true. I've got the full things right here. Hold on. Because that now now we're uh, now, now people are silly here. Hold on. Um, I'm pulling up the leaderboard right now on robinkaleshow.com. Where is it? Mm. I'm bringing up the finals here. Final standings for the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge on December the 8th. Here we go. Christian Young won it. Where did Karen finish? Hit the page down. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm not going to tell her you were, you were jacking her and saying, uh, go hit the page down. That's funny. Uh, Karen finished. Where did Karen finish? I don't see her. Like, uh, maybe did I? I didn't take her off of it. Did I know? Yeah, no, she finished. She finished with 59 correct picks, sir, which is. Not that bad because Carolina Jackpot finished with, I finished with 72. Where did you finish, Jackpot? Yeah, you finished with 74. She was only 15 picks off from you, sir. So I beat you last year? Yes, you did. Ah, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. Ah. <laughs> Jack, Jackpot Jr. did really well, too. Uh, where was Jackpot Jr. at? He Jackpot was right Jr. in there. Yeah, he, he was right there in the mix, too. A chip off the old block. Carolina Jackpot at 74 correct picks. The winner of the whole thing, by the way, was Christian Young. This motherfucker ran away with it. He got 95 correct picks over 14 weeks. Uh, that's, that's not happening that, again this year. Uh, Carolina Jackpot well, is uh, taking that thing. Total wins of was 178 was perfect. This guy got 95 correct. The hat ass, where did the beaver head go? Sorry, I put it back on. Yeah, Jackpot got tired of the beaver and went up to bed. All right, anyway, make sure you guys uh, get into the Pick'em Challenge. I'll have the link up here before too long. Jackpot, you got anything else for the show, sir? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, it's been a great show tonight. Lots of uh, uh, interesting uh, people over in the comment section. This this sir uh, UGA over here, I, I I didn't know that he was uh, such a clown, but uh, he certainly uh, kept himself entertained tonight, if nothing else. Joseph Joseph Hall, I don't know relation, says there is no ties in the Jackpot family. Gonna have to settle this on the gridiron. I bet. Now hold on, now Joseph, are we talking about like Oklahoma drill with your pop? I don't know if that's going to work out or not. Nope. Heck no, man. I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't done anything athletic in, like, good God, years. Jay Witt goes, when is the next stream? I will do an afternoon stream tomorrow at 3 o'clock, so be sure to check that out. All right, y'all. Uh, make sure you get in the Pick'em Challenge. I'll have that up here shortly. Appreciate y'all as usual. We'll see you later on. Peace.